Yeah, 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 you know what it is, baby. The NFL season is back, so that means the 310 podcast is back. It's your man Kmart coming back at you. New new theme music. Hey, shout out to my boy Sean from Hoodie Shack Productions. Hey, thank you for that fire beat. I appreciate that, man. And yeah, man, we're getting started with this NFL season, this season preview. I'll be bringing, giving up my uh, prediction um, with my boy D Money Nash. I'll be bringing him on in a second. We'll kind of chop it up about these divisions, some of the moves that have been made this offseason, and give you our super, our playoffs and Super Bowl prediction. So sit back, relax, and let's get to it. All right, everybody. I'm gonna bring up my 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 main man, one of the one of the best uh, fantasy football players. Well, after me, my big my my little brother D big D Money Naz. What's up, big dog? What's good, Kirk? Ah, oh, shoot, man. Can't call it. Can't call it, man. Getting ready, to, uh, man. Just excited about this NFL season. It's about to get cracked. Uh, yeah, been waiting a long time. Feels like a long time. Oh, oh yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Oh, yeah, man, this man, this is already this probably one of the, the crazy, probably the funnest seasons. So many, uh, so many teams that can pull it out this year. Uh, man, I can't wait to get started, man. See, tomorrow is about to be on. Oh yeah, definitely gonna be a great year. So many, so many changes around the league. So many uh, competitors for the title. Oh yeah, definitely. Hey man, we're gonna jump into some uh some of the offseason, uh, some of the biggest offseason moves. I mean, man, we had the golden boy even during last year's playoffs, he retired, and then two weeks later, unretired. Man, man, what you think about what you think about uh Brady the uh pulling a switcheroo? Uh well, uh, I can't say I didn't see it coming. Uh, nobody wants to go out like that. You know, he wants to go out on top. I feel like he had a chance to go out on top with that Tampa Bay year, but they told him they was able to bring the whole squad back. So he said, hey, let's try it again. But Brady being a competitor he is, you know, as long as he feel like he can play, I think he'll stay out there. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I was definitely surprised he retired, especially he went out uh, at the end of last season. I just kind of figured that he kind of had that nasty taste in his mouth. And so I guess he just kind of gave one more, uh, one more shot at it. So. But uh, it's definitely gonna be interesting because I definitely know the the, dyna- uh, the dynamics. I know his um, his wife wanted. He's been retired for a cool minute now, and it looks like now and looks like some uh, some uh, bumpy waters are are, are taking over the Brady household. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, and so we'll see. we'll see it on uh, Tom Brady life story in about uh, ten years from now. <laughs> exactly, and so man, big news, man. I mean, this kind of crosses a lot. Uh, Sean Watson, uh, former quarterback for the Houston Texans, now wow. signed a five-year, two hundred thirty-three million dollar deal with the Cleveland Browns. Man, that was wild, man. Still have money. Woo, you, man. I mean, yeah, they. I mean, I mean, but you I mean look, I mean, in terms of like football content, I mean, I mean, when he when I mean, you think about it was nothing outstanding numbers, but then that was without a number receiver. Had the, the win, 
still, he's still young. I mean, it's not like he's like 30, anything like that. This dude is still like early. Yeah, Cleveland, they, um, you know, they still searching for that quarterback. I forget what number they own. But um, <laughs> I, I think they feel like this is their best chance. And they had a core of um, a great core as far as their team. Look like they can make playoff push, you know. But um, now, you know, going into this year, we ain't really got no receivers to talk about. They acquired, um, they acquired um, Amari. Amari Cooper. Amari. Yep. But um, I would say Amari Cooper's probably on the tail end of his career. Oh, I definitely agree with that. You, they still got Landry. They still got the joke who still got a solid running game in that defense. But, I mean, as we all know, I mean, Watson's now suspended for 11 games. And, man, you know how the NFL is, man. They, they you know, you know, they slick. I mean, they at Houston. I'm like, come on. Conspiracy, conspiracy theory? Is it a conspiracy? I think so. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, what do you call that? Uh, high price TV. They getting those ratings. Oh, know it and so man i mean like i said I me mean, when when he kind of gets his footing back um uh, back under i mean I me mean, watts is definitely going to be a viable player if, if the browns can kind of keep afloat for like through those first 11 games they may have the playoffs well their only chance would be to win their division and in the division they're in um other than the Steelers, i don't think that they can um can make it with 11 games without them Right, and so and speaking speaking of the speaking of that division, uh, Ravens quarterback, former league MVP Lamar Jackson wants two hundred and fifty mil guaranteed. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, hey, what's wrong with aiming high? And I believe he doesn't have uh, he doesn't have his own rep uh, himself, or at least like maybe like his mother or somebody like that. But I mean, if you look at numbers like the last three years, I mean, there's definitely been a dip in his. Uh, TD passes from 36 from his MVP season down to last year, and he's only uh, passed over 3,000 um, 3,000 uh, 3, passing yards in that season. And his MVP is uh, I mean, they've they've crept up. I mean, from six to nine now to 13. I mean, what do you think about Lamar's uh, holding? Uh, well, I don't want to say hold out, but he's holding for uh, for a contract. Well, when I when I think about um, his path to the NFL, he had to sit back and he had to wait. Got passed on, barely made it into the first round, um, and then once he came into the league, that first year he, he completely changed the dynamic of. I want to say the league, but not not so much the league, but that team. They designed that team to, you know, fit him. So right. Why not pay him? Um, oh no! I definitely, he's gonna I get better. Agree. I think he'll get better as a passer as his career goes on. Um, he started taking a couple bumps and bruises that he shouldn't take, and he he got arm. I believe he has an arm. He just got to work on that accuracy. But he's always a danger to hit a home run. Oh no doubt, no doubt. And it's crazy because um, I think honestly, a big part of this is that he saw Deshaun Watson get that deal. And think about it. I mean, why with his with his rap and. Um, and what's 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 been going on the last two? I mean, Lamar's like, hey, look, hey, I balled out. I took my team to the playoff. League MVP. I won a playoff game. Yes. I should be able to get the same thing. That's true. He had run the league MVP. 
and Watson set out all of last year. You know, right. That's that's an occurred season. So you you can't blame that on um you can't blame him on wanting to get paid. I say. So I think they should pay the man. Oh, I oh I do too. Because I mean, you think of, like man, I mean. I mean, they're already talking about uh, Brent Huntley is is a uh, NFL quarterback. Nah, nah. Hey, they, hey, Baltimore better stop because better, better Baltimore better have to be out there if they want. Exactly. Think about it, man. If Lamar comes out banging season like like a, a lot of people are kind of expecting him to do, I mean, man, Lamar may just say, you know what, I'm out, man. I'm I'm heading to Miami or somewhere like that. I, one of our boys, uh. In our in our group in our uh, in the thread, wants them desperately to come to Minnesota, which we 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 know that's that's not happening. Oh well, I hope not. <laughs> I think Lamar Jackson could go to any team and and immediately become you know a, a trendsetter, a, a showstopper. If the Ravens let him get away, that'll be one of the biggest fumbles, you know. Oh, because. Had a chance to wrap him up, man. They could have locked him up early. They could have locked him up early. I mean, even last year, they could have locked him up and yeah. got a got a deal done. Yeah. But I mean, seeing that he was a MVP, it's crazy that they haven't locked him up. Exactly. I mean, you. I mean, you think about like all the young quarterbacks who had solid seasons. I mean, for the most part, they were locked up. I mean, you look at Carson Wentz. You look at uh, J- your boy Jerry Goff, um, and some of the other back around that came out. Around that time, I mean, and I get to remember. I believe I don't even think it was maybe Dak, maybe Dak. Well, Dak, yeah, out for his deal. He did, he did. Yeah, he had to wait. I think a good year, a good year or so after uh, Wentz's deal. Yeah, he had to wait a little bit for that deal, but the Ravens, um. No, I don't really have too much against the Ravens. You know, they're a great football organization. But I think yeah. they're just deciding on, you know, if that's what they really want to do because it's not truly a well-balanced team, if you ask me. No, it's not. I, I will say that. That's one of the, I actually think they've done Lamar a little bit of disservice. They've not surrounded him with the requisite wide receivers um, that uh, young quarterbacks have, uh, have, have been given. I mean... Like I said, I mean, and golf came in. I mean, they had Robert Woods, they had Sammy Watkins, they had Cooper Cup. When Carson Wentz, uh, his second year, I mean, they had Al Sh- in, in the almost like every in like in like Dak. I mean, he came is in then for Mari and and C and, and drafted CD. So I really think the Ravens have really done Lamar a disservice by not surrounding surrounding him with the breakfast of wide receivers. The biggest threat that he's had, I would probably say, is Mark Andrews. Yeah, and that's your tight end, and your tight end can't be your leading receiver. Not at all. Not I mean, unless you're Shannon Sharp or, or Gronker. But other than that, nah, that's not gonna that's not gonna fly too much. And so moving on, uh, moving on, we're gonna move on into the the coaching the uh the coaching carousel. I mean, as you know I me mean, at what it's called Monday. The, uh, the last um, Monday after the regular season, a lot of coaches fired. I mean, man, we had Todd Bo- uh, Todd Bowles take over for uh, Bruce, Josh McDaniels take over, uh, who took over for uh, John Gruden and Rich. 
in uh, Vegas. Dennis Allen takes over for Sean Payton. Uh, my former coach Doug took over for for, uh, for Pervin. I mean Urban Urban Meyer <laughs> in Jacksonville. Uh, Kevin O'Connell took over for Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. Uh, Brian Dayball took over for Mike Judge. I'm from Joe Judge, and for uh, David Cully in Houston. I mean, uh, coaching moves the needle a little bit for you. Which moved the needle the most for me? Yeah. As far as um, maybe making an immediately a playoff contender, I'd probably have to go with... I think Tampa Bay's already steady. He got handed a good situation. I would say... Not a playoff contender automatic, but I'd say the Doug Peterson of Jacksonville because... Mm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is one of my favorite quarterbacks who came out the year before. And that was just a terrible situation for him to have Urban Meyer as that coach. It's just first experience of an NFL quarterback is the the coach is getting more, you know, <laughs> more media time than the than him and the team, you know. That was a terrible, terrible first year for that man. He didn't deserve that, man. Oh, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I would say, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe two moves that kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of piqued my intent a little bit. Of course, was uh, Josh McDaniels uh, taking over for Vegas. Um, I actually, I actually like that move. I mean, especially if uh, Josh McDaniels learned from his time in Denver, because I mean, from from what was being said, he was trying to run the Broncos like like Bill Belichick and knowing full well he's not Bill Belichick um, I think uh, Josh McDaniels definitely would be a, a, a gossip for uh, David Carr um, David Carr has had um, some seasons where he's well he had that one season where he was in, in MVP contention a few others where it was mediocre at best um, I think I, I think the Josh McDaniels moves would be a solid move for the Raiders it was a good move uh, solidifying a good coach but uh, I think the Raiders will find a way to match it up <laughs> They're the Raiders, of course. Um, another move I definitely like uh, was Kevin O'Connell go, uh, going to Minnesota. Uh, I think that's definitely going to um, open up the passing game even more. Um, then, uh, didn't Kevin O'Connell come from your Rams? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, he did. Um, he had one year in the system, but um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about Minnesota because they were stuck in their ways, doing things they shouldn't have done at certain times. Cause that team was there to, you know, make them. for some reason they just kept on the money. So definitely, maybe, maybe definitely. Be a piece. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I definitely Kirk. I believe Kirk Cousins definitely going to benefit from that. From uh, um, a more offensive-minded coach. I mean, of course, you got Justin Jefferson, you got Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook in the crew. So no, I mean, Minnesota is definitely going to have a shot. And winning, and possibly winning the division. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, moving on to uh, some some of these uh, some of these these moves, some of these free agent moves, and some of these trades. I mean, uh, let's start off in Vegas. I mean, Devontae Adams uh, being traded from Green Bay to Vegas, receiving 141 mil. Whoo! Yeah. My goodness. That was probably definitely the biggest, as far as um, elevating the team, because the Raiders had had a decent run last year. A bona fide art uh, receiver one, and then they're supposed to have this uh, relationship. So it's, it's going to be bringing the AFC, bringing the NFC down, and bringing the AFC up. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. I think moving, um, moving Devontae over to the AFC is definitely going to hurt the Packers, and we'll definitely talk about that when we go into uh, the division. Um, 
in, in, a, in a few moments. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr reunites with his uh college, uh, his college buddy, and uh, Devontae Adams definitely going to definitely add some spark to the Raider offense. And like I said earlier with Josh McDaniels, I mean, man, definitely gonna be some uh, they definitely gonna be hitting hitting the trying to hit the jackpot a lot this season in Vegas. And so, I mean. Yeah, man. Vegas has definitely got their little one-two punch combination. Uh, moving on, um, this is definitely going to uh, sting sting you a little bit. Uh, Super Bowl hero Von Miller signs with Buffalo for 120 mil. I mean, man, a lot of people thought Von was over, over the hill, but man, the way he played for your Rams during he still has a lot more left in the tank. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, Vaughn's had a couple of down years in Denver. Maybe um, maybe he felt, um, you know, the team wasn't ready to win and he just wasn't motivated. But uh, when he got to L.A., um, he, he seen the opportunity to, I like to call it a repaying a favor that um, that uh, DeMarcus Ware brought to him. You know, he, they, they came over there and they had that defense rolling. It was the top defense in the league. He came and he repaid that favor to Aaron Donald. And um, that led my Rams to, you know, a Super Bowl. You know, he um, he was a big piece to our Super Bowl run. So I'm a little sore. You know, he was uh, up there on the parade talking about running back, running back. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a business. And the Bills offered him the biggest, the biggest purse. And he still has an opportunity to win it all. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Our yeah. business. Oh yeah, that me definitely. I mean, I'm I'm not even mad at him for for pick, for for doing that. I mean, I I mean, at first I thought he was gonna resign with the Rams, maybe maybe taking a um, a hometown discount to win another ring. But I guess he saw, look, hey, this might be my last big payday, which it, which it, which, it, which it, it'll probably. And he just said, you know what? Hey, I'm going to a Super Bowl contender, a team that was in the AFC title game two years ago, uh, 13 seconds away from. Back to the AFC title game, and so he be the missing piece. And on Thursday, that might be missing piece. Um, but moving on, um, a big move, another big that took place, and that interest from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins and got a hundred twenty mil. Woo! Hey, the home man, what you think about that? I think that was great for for both sides because. The Chiefs actually made off with uh, some draft picks, and they're already a contender. And if you ask me, um, their offense was starting to really get mapped out. Like, they couldn't really have that explosive down. Teams were starting to get used to their playing style. So, I believe they're going to change up that offense a little bit. They're still going to be a contender. So, um, they, they didn't, they didn't want to pay Tyreek He's an undersized receiver. He, he's a once-in-a-lifetime type of receiver, but at the end of the day, they're in a playoff window, and they want that window to be wider open, so they they went for their picks and decided not to pay them, and, and now Miami has benefited. And, I mean, at first, like, when this trade came down, I'm thinking, like, why? Why would me? The, the, thing, the thing that made Kansas City so unique because they had Patrick Mahomes who can drop back, throw yards off his back foot with ease to arguably the player in the NFL? Man, that was that was that that was a question right there. 
And they, they also was, had Tra- had Travis Kelsey down there. I mean, that team was borderline unstoppable. And I and I had always said, yeah, say if the Chiefs can get a legitimate number two option, and they I, and I thought they had that with Juju. When when they got Juju, I was like, okay, Kelsey's gonna be back because they now have two solid wide receivers. Well, a solid number two. They have the cheetah number one, Kelsey in the middle. I'm thinking, man, it's over for the AFC. But now, I think Kansas City falls back to the crowd instead of standing standing alone as arguably probably the best team in the conference. Just off the fact they lost their like one of their biggest advantages, which was speed. Because I mean, we saw what uh, what Tyreek did um, during that uh, round against Buffalo. I mean, the the dude the dude goes from zero to sixty just like that. I, On, on this deal, but I mean, I see. Yeah, well, I think it was a long term. Just had an older receiver. Yeah, he's he's. I wouldn't say he's still in his prime, but they decided I, I, to cash in those chips. They got three first round picks out of that, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, uh, yeah, they did. Not for long. Their offense is gonna sell tickets, and they decided to pay their biggest offensive weapon. And to make him that guy. So I believe Patrick Mahomes can we're gonna see this year. He's gonna get to, you know, to prove it. They already let him cook. So now they just bringing in pieces around him and seeing if he can work these pieces. The Chiefs problem. He was looking for too many of those down the field passes. He I think he's gonna be a different kind of quarterback this year and, and it's gonna make him more dangerous. Uh yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean this yeah, Pat, Pat Mahomes, he'll definitely have a chance to show his all-around skill level. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to have the uh, – he's definitely going to get the, the chance to do it. So, we'll see what happens. And then speaking of cooking, big play uh, Russell Wilson will be doing his Denver. Just reach 45 mil. Man, what you think about Russ heading to, to Bronco, uh, Bronco country? Yeah, Bronco country. Let's ride. I, I think um, – <laughs> Me being an NFC West guy, um, I like that the Seahawks lost them. They decided <laughs> they decided to go away from a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, uh, one of the one of the most, you know, the, he's a stand up guy. Russ is he's the kind of guy you want your daughter to date, you know. And I, I guess <laughs> they want they wanted more of a a chance to you know revamp the team, so they decided to let Russell walk. I believe um, the Seahawks won in the long run because, you know, the draft picks, as I'm learning as a Rams fan, these draft picks are very valuable. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are because, like, like, like your GM said, F them picks. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the future, in the long run, you got to, you know, rebuild that team. So we're going we're gonna to start to feel that as the years go on. But Seahawks put themselves in prime position to rebuild a team. Yeah, they're going to have a couple struggle bucket years, but – why pay a high-priced quarterback when you are in a rebuild mode? Right. And, um, you know, it's a smart thing for the team, you know? And yeah, definitely. Broncos, they immediately become contenders. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, they like they, they struggle over the past few years with Drew Locke and and trying to find a quarterback since, uh, since, they, um, since they lost Peyton Manning. Um, I mean, and this is kind of, in a sense, kind of Russ coming to Denver is kind of similar to – to Peyton, uh, when he came in from uh, from Indianapolis, I mean, you have 
you have an established Super Bowl winning quarterback coming into um, a, a solid organization. I mean, he has just like when Payne came. I mean, he had weapons. Like, I mean, Payne had Emmanuel Sanders. He had Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker, Julius Thomas of the crew. Um, Russ coming in, he's he's getting um, Jerry Judy, Courtney Sutton. I mean, he would have had Tim Patrick, but now he's lost for the year. Has an outstanding running game with um, Melvin Gordon and uh, Jamal Williams. I mean, Denver, yeah, definitely. They, def- they definitely look poised to make a deep run this year. I actually like it. I actually like the move. Uh, defense definitely going to be solid this year, uh, as as always. And so, yeah, man, big things are in store. Looks like they may be in store for my, uh, for Bronco Country. Uh, moving on, um, now a move that's kind of close to my heart. My Philadelphia Eagles made a draft uh, a draft trade uh, draft draft night trade and trading for uh, stud wide receiver AJ Brown from the Tennessee Titans, giving them a hundred uh, four year hundred million dollar deal. Uh, what were your thoughts um, when the Eagles made that move? I think that was great for y'all. I think it was a terrible move for the Titans. But um, now both sides are supposedly happy. But the Eagles, um, y'all been kind of searching for that receiver, you know, to, to command respect because y'all, the last couple of years, y'all been more of a run-based team. But yeah. if um, if AJ could go out there and um, get that uh, eight, seventh and eighth man out the box, that's gonna really open up y'all, y'all offense. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I think that's one of the big things that the Eagles definitely needed coming into the season was a legitimate number one wide receiver. I mean, Devontae Smith um, definitely gonna be um, a, a solid, a solid pro in um, in the league. I just think that they needed that they needed that dog at number one at the number one wide receiver, and so now now that they have it. All the pressure is going to be on Jalen Hurts this year because I mean, if he if he can make that if he can make that quote unquote leap, I think that's definitely going to uh, elevate the Eagles into uh, a contender, especially in the wide open NFC. So I mean, me personally, hey, I, I love the move. I mean, hey, I, I love I love the fact that hey, uh, my team actually went out and actually was aggressive and made a move. I know that we tried to draft a couple rookies, but I mean, they were gone by the time uh, we got to them. So. Hey, what's the next best thing? Go get a go get a legitimate white uh one thousand yard receiver and someone who's produced in a short in his short uh stint in the NFL. I mean, he's still he's in his uh early to mid twenties. And yeah, like I said, he's a dog and I love the move. Uh, um He's a good danger. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh moving on. Hey, um what do you think about uh Baker Mayfield being traded uh from uh Cleveland to the Panthers? Do you think that's gonna Vault the uh, the Panthers into playoff contention. Um, I think they. I think I like Baker personally. I think they grabbed a competitor. If he could stay healthy, he could really show us what he could do. But um, Panthers been searching for a QB since that great year that Cam Newton had. Um, I like. I really like the the Panthers defense. So yeah, if, if the offense can do anything, if CMC can stay healthy, because we know he that's a big offense, if. Yeah, that is that's a giant F. They got two two quality receivers. Yeah, so they're actually a well balanced team. If they can get some, and that defense can um, keep them in games, they can they can make a playoff run. Um, um, in that um division, they're gonna need Tampa to fall off and take some L's from some top teams, but you know they can probably sneak in there. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. And now moving, moving on to moving to your squad, the LA Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions. You guys picked up a huge piece in the middle. All pro uh, linebacker Bobby Wagner from the arch rival Seahawks. What were your thoughts when uh, the, uh, the the Rams made that move? Uh, yeah, I, I was surprised to say the least. I knew we would make a move. I didn't think we would get a Hall of Famer, but um, yeah, it was it was a great move for us. Um, basically, the kind of leadership that he brings to a team. I hope it uh, trickles down to a lot of our younger stars and they get a chance to be around greatness, and, and it benefits us in the long run. Uh, we we got to continue to make moves to get better as a, as a unit because every year it looked like we make changes in the coaching staff and on the offense, on the defense. So, something to the table every year. We're trying to keep that fan base high. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know in L.A., I mean, man, if you're, if you're not a winner, man, they'll hey, they'll discard you real quick. Um, personally, hey, I mean, for you guys, hey, I mean, that was a solid move because, I mean, you guys are getting a thumper. Someone who could stop the run, someone who could who was still solid in coverage. I mean, I mean, Bobby Wagner is not he's not that old. I mean, I believe what, he's like 31, 32. I'm not I'm not too for sure. But I mean, dude is solid. I mean, very, very, uh, very uh cerebral player. I think, man, I, I think that was actually, man, that was that was actually an A plus move for you guys. Cause I mean, you got you got that, you got that try, you got that uh you got basically uh, an all pro at each and every level. You got Aaron Donald. Uh, anchoring the line, you got Wagner in the middle, you got J Ram, uh, man in the cornerback position. So I mean, y'all defense should still be uh, should still be solid. Um, but yeah, man, an excellent move. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we got to take all this experience and learn from it, let it trickle down to our younger talent, and um, hopefully get some first round picks in the next couple of years and let them learn from these guys. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing right there, man. You guys need to, I, I, I will say, definitely say, man, you guys definitely do need to get younger at some spots. So, uh, with that being said, hey, um, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. All right, all right, all right. So we're back with with my main man. Uh, monster is Dan, uh, dangerous Danny Nash. What's up, big dog? What's good? All right, so let's jump into um, let's jump into these uh, these division these, these predictions. So, all right, man, jumping in, jumping. We're gonna start in the AFC. We're gonna start in the East. Um, the AFC, uh, AFC East. I mean, for the for the longest, it was dominated by the Patriots. Uh, definitely some new blood is definitely kicked in with the Buffalo Bills, and now you got the Miami Dolphins coming in as as well as the Jets. Hey, how do you think the AFC East is gonna stack up? Well, the Dolphins would be the wild card in this division, but I believe it belongs now solely to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I throw the Patriots in third place, but um, yeah, I, it would surprise me if the Bills didn't make it out of the top of this division. Oh yeah, they they will have to take a major drop, or there have to be a significant injury for that to happen. I mean, um, I think the Bills are definitely the class of this division, and if. And I mean, one has to wonder. I mean, if Brady was still in this division, I mean, would we be thinking of the Bills in this in this matter in this fashion? Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the Bills should definitely win this division. Uh, fairly, I would say fairly easy. Uh, Miami should round out um, in second, followed by uh, by the Jets and um, and the and well, no, I would say maybe the um, the yeah, Patriots, Patriots third place. Yeah. 
yeah, the Jets will maybe fit around it all um, in last place because the Jets, they still have uh, concerns at quarterback. Uh, what do you, man, man, what are your thoughts about, uh, you think uh, Belichick may be on the hot seat this year? Um, I don't think a coach of Belichick's, um, you know, stature will ever really be on the hot seat. Now, if you want to say, is it time for him to hang it up? Ooh. Um, I wouldn't even say that because he's still one of the great minds. He's always been known as a defensive-minded coach. So, yeah, that Patriot defense, I don't really think has fallen off. No. And they still make moves like what they feel is best for the team. You know how they don't really pay players. They let J.C. Right. Jackson walk. Right. And he was had the, the most interceptions within the last two, three years. Right. And they really feel like they cultivated that. So, they feel yeah. like they could do it again. Um, now, if that defense starts to lack off, then we can have that conversation again. But um, I think the Patriots are who they are. They, they're the Patriots. They just oh, waiting yeah. on that quarterback to take them to the next level, and maybe it's Mac Jones. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, def- definitely a lot of um, a lot of pressure is going to be on Mac Jones in Foxborough this year. I mean, I mean. They've seen what, what Brady did in Tampa, and honestly, I, and I think Belichick. I think he's holding on to try to get one to get one more Super Bowl, so he can he can match that. He can match with Brady and say, "Hey, I got one without him." So what's up? I think, I think that would be big too. I think that's almost bigger with the way that Tom Brady got it. He went to a well-established team. Now, if Belichick was able to pull in another one without Brady. I think that'll actually be bigger. Oh yeah, I, I think I think that that that, that would be in, in in my mind be a far uh, foregone conclusion that he's the greatest coach of all time i mean i already think he is because just the fact that the fact that he's he's a dog he's a doggone genius and the fact that his, his adjustments that he makes during games are so spot on and he's very good and not just changing from quarter uh half to half or quarter to quarter no he changes from like series on what he's going to do and the, the fact that he can kind of diversify his uh his rotations on the D line. I mean, they can play a four three or three four, however. And I just, I just think that is masterful when you can, when you can, when you're good enough to make changes on the fly, just at the drop of a dime. I mean, the man is always thinking, he's always thinking situational football. So I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think he'll be on the hot seat this year. However, I think the longer he goes without playoff success, I mean, he did take him to the playoffs a year ago, which yeah. honestly, I think that was, that was definitely a testament to his greatness as a head coach. And that should definitely not be overlooked. But I think the longer that he goes and if Brady gets one more, gets another Super Bowl and then ultimately hangs it up, I mean, think about it. I mean, that's two up on, on Belichick. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think the whispers will get louder, but... I mean, overall, I mean, yeah, I don't think he'll be on the hot seat. Uh, moving on to the AFC North, um, that is uh, the division that houses the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cincinnati Bengals, um, the Baltimore Ravens, and, and the Cleveland Browns. Um, I actually have the Bengals pulling this division out. Uh, how, what, how do you think? How do you think that's gonna look? Well, I'm not really rooting for no team over there, but if I had to be honest. I would like to see the Pittsburgh Steelers surprise yeah. and take this league. I see the Bengals having so good of a year last year that they better be on too high of a horse. Yeah. They tried to revamp their line. I hope they don't go out there thinking they just gonna walk out of that division because that's always been a tough division. Definitely. So Lamar Jackson coming back, he's that's gonna make some changes. They they always beat each other up, especially in them cold winter months. So Oh, definitely. 
they're gonna have to win that division, and they ain't not gonna get a free pass playing against the Ravens this time. No, not at all. I mean, especially now. I mean, I definitely expect the Ravens to be a lot healthier uh, this season instead of, instead of uh, last year. The Steelers, of course, they got two gloves. Uh, Kenny Pickett um, yeah, waiting in the wings. Right, right, right. And honestly, I think I think he's going to be a stud. And I mean, they have a. Uh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky starting starting out, so we'll see how long that takes. And of course, I mean, we talked about the Browns earlier with uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, Deshaun Watson fiasco. Um, but yeah, man, I got I believe I believe Cincinnati will win this division. Um, I just think the combination of Burrow to Jamar Chase, I mean, barring injury, should definitely set the Bengals up to win that division once again. And I mean, of course, I mean, yeah, they definitely revamped that offensive line. And I said that after. Uh, Joe Burrow came back from that ACL. I said, man, the Bengals do not protect uh, him. Um, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. I mean, lucky, lucky enough, they were able to make it to the Super Bowl. And we kind of saw how Aaron Donald wrecked that wrecked that defensive, uh, that offensive line. Yeah. They made some They made some changes on that O-line. But as far as ASC North goes, they are famous for having tough defenses. And every defense in that division is, I would love they're Pro Bowl caliber defenses. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so, and so, and so, you, and so, you say you have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning that division? Oh, I was. It wouldn't surprise me, but I guess I'd have to give the edge to the Bengals. Okay. I'll throw the uh, Steelers and the uh, Ravens. Kind of, they are tied at second because I really, really don't know how this is gonna map out. That Ravens passing game scares me, but seeing that uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have a true quarterback established. Right. I got to put Cincinnati and the Ravens on the top of that division. Okay. All right. So moving on. With that being said, we're going to move on to, down to the uh, AFC South. We, uh, that is the Indianapolis Colts, the, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans, who last year had the number one spot in the AFC and fell to the eventual AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. How do you think this division will play out this year? Um. Uh, I'm bringing Indy to the top of this division. Okay. Um, I think uh, Matt Ryan will play just the way they need him to play to succeed because they're already good on defense. Speaking about good defenses, I, I believe they have a great defense, and they added Stephon Gilmore. Right. Um, Carson Wentz couldn't get it done for him. They just needed him to manage the game. I think I think Matt Ryan would do great at that. The Titans will be next. They offensive change. They've lost a quality wideout to the Eagles. So it's going to be a little bumpy for them, if you ask me. But I still put them in second place in that division just based off who's in it. And then I'd probably have to put – I want to put the Jaguars in third, but really don't know. I guess I'll, I'll just give the Jaguars third place and put Houston on the bottom of that. Okay, I mean, and basically, I mean, my, our minds is kind of running the same way. I mean, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning that division. I think Matt Ryan definitely brings some stability to that offense. And even though, hey, Carson's my guy, Carson is my guy, I, I, I do not take well to any Carson Wentz slander because if it wasn't for him, my squad wouldn't have a chip. But I will say, I mean, he definitely did fumble the bag at the end of the year last season, and they had a, a, a good look at the playoffs. And they lost uh, those two last games of the season, one to Arizona on Christmas night. And I believe that I think wait a minute, I think it was I, I think it was the Raiders. They lost the, they lost to the Raiders. They lost to the Cardinals on Christmas. And then they lost at Jacksonville on the on the last game of the regular season. So, 
I think, I mean, yeah, you add Matt Ryan, who's a proven, uh, a proven leader, uh, someone who has taken a team to the Super Bowl, has won an MVP. You match that with a Jonathan Taylor, um, a Michael, a Mike Pittman, and that solid defense, and a quality offensive line. I mean, I definitely agree. I think the Colts are the class of that division. They should win it. And I believe, man, they definitely would have, they, especially how imbalanced that division is. I think they'll have a great, great shot at going deep into the playoffs. Definitely. Now, this is the new, I guess they want to call this the new class of the NFL, the NFC West. They made the most changes, brought in the most superstars, and they were fairly good last year as a as a division, uh, minus the uh, the Broncos last year who finished at the bottom. But I guess uh, out of respect until they fall off completely, I think we got to put the Chiefs at the number one. And then the Chargers. Raiders. The Broncos. I put the Kansas City Chiefs on the top, followed by the Chargers, Raiders, then the Broncos. Okay, okay. Oh, wow. Last place, huh? Wow. Okay, you got uh, uh, repeating. Okay, all right. Um, me, um, I think there's definitely going to be a change of the guard for the guard this year. Um, I think, I just think for some reason, I think losing Hill is definitely going to hurt, definitely going to hurt Kansas City this year. Um, I have them sliding in third, followed by a tie between the Chargers and the and I think the Broncos end up pulling that division out. Um, I just like the has all those weapons and wide receivers that the Broncos haven't had in so long. I think you bring a proven leader uh, into a team like that with that defense and those weapons in that running game. I think you definitely have a recipe for a nice little playoff. Um, I like, man, I, I really like the Chargers. I really like the Chargers. Um, Justin of uh, Joey Bosa. I mean, man, this NFC West is going to be banana. Then, like I said, you also got KC and the Raiders. Denver. Yeah, I can see that, but I'm just going to get a Chiefs some respect. Look, slightly different. That's to it. But I'm just going to leave them in their current order and okay. see see how the dice. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that. So, uh, so sorry. So you have your so and so you have the Chiefs winning your not winning the division. You have the Colts. You have the Bengals and the Bills. So who who are your three teams? Wild card teams out of that division. The AFC. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Out of the AFC conference. I give it to, of course, uh, with all the Chargers in there. Okay. And. Followed by, hey, uh, Broncos. Okay, that's two. And one. I forgot there's one more. Four teams yeah. can't make it out of one division, huh? Only three? I mean, it can. I mean, it can. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it can. Okay, well, I don't think it'll happen. It'll be a history-making moment, but... Let's let's get that other wild card slot to the Ravens. The Ravens. 
Oh, the Ravens are Raiders. Ra- Ravens. Ravens. Okay. 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 Wow. Okay. And that. And you know what's funny is that picks are, are are very similar. I have the Chiefs um, having a walk long uh, as well as the Chargers. I have my, for some reason I don't, I don't know why, but I'm, I, I I don't know why I'm just kind of. You drinking that believe, South Florida juice? I don't know. I don't know. I mean think of something but I mean I mean there's always that one team that just comes out of nowhere and does I mean maybe uh, I don't know I don't More know than I, think I think they're gonna have to show me a year I can't I, I can't give it to them <laughs> I'm not you hey, gotta, you know what? gotta show me you know, and you usually, usually I'm usually I'm along those lines where you gotta show me. But I don't know, just for some reason, I think just like there, they'll, uh, they'll be like that thing that just kind of comes out of nowhere to, uh, to kind of mess things up a little bit. So, um, moving on, uh, moving on to the NFC. That's the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Washingtoners. How do you think the division, that division? Um. I'm gonna move the cowgirls down a peg. You guys won that division last year, right? The Eagles. I'm sorry, wait, wait. You kind of went out. With... I said the Eagles won that division last year, right? Dallas actually won it. Oh, Dallas won. Oh, okay. Well, then let's flip that then. I'll, I'll say the, the Eagles win this year. They look like the team to be. Dallas has lost some weapons at receiver. And uh, talking about Zeke being down or not to where he used to be. And that offensive line keeps taking hits. So I don't see Dallas doing what they do. They're actually better on defense than they are on offense now, if you ask me. And I just think that defensive uh, play last year was a one-time thing. Mm. So I say uh, that division, Eagles, Put the Cowboys up there just because who's in that division and how they're struggling. All right, Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, then the um, the Giants, the Giants. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I pretty sim- uh, pretty similar. Um, I actually have um, yeah, uh, uh, the Eagles will win the division. Um, I think uh, top to bottom, they have the best roster in the in the division. A solid offensive line, um, tight end, defense. Um, defense is a question mark in my opinion. But in the last, the coordinator um, came under a lot of fire. But now he has some new toys to play with, especially with a couple of new, couple of a couple of free agents, as well as uh, James Bradbury and yeah, Brandon Graham returning. Um, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, yeah, defense is still, we got to see how, how, uh, the defensive coordinator, John Gannon plays. Um, Dallas, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I think Cooper was key. Zeke is not, is not the Zeke of a, a couple years ago. Um, I think, man, there's a little bit of tread left on that tire. Um, and I think that try to, uh, the commanders, uh, my, my man Carson Wentz is back in the division, and I know my Eagles fans, uh, they're definitely clamoring to get a pick. So they'll see him twice. One, in, of course, I think the Giants will will 
uh, finished up the rear once again. Um, Brian Dable, um, I, he was solid. He was a solid coach in Buffalo. He don't have Josh Allen. He has Dave Jones. So, uh, yeah, I kind of, yeah, a difference when <laughs> compared to so, that uh, you have it in. But, yeah, I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning that division. Uh, moving on to the NFC North, that is the, uh, the Packers, the Vikings, the Bears and the Lions. Um, I actually, I've been kind of going back and forth this one between the Packers and the Vikings winning this division. Um, I just, I just don't, man. See, hard, like the hard to count out. Hard to count out Aaron Rodgers, though. Uh, you know, and kind of keeping me from totally going with Minnesota to back that. have a solid defense they have an outstanding running game with Jones and Dylan it's just man just have one dog at wide receiver that you can go to changes the game yeah that's because you could prepare for him all week but you still gotta go out there and deal with him as far as that division goes out of respect, you got to knock off the champ. So right. I give it to the Packers right. and the Vikings. Mainly, yep. I say I give it to the Packers because their defense has improved. Yeah. Um, then the Vikings, followed up by the Detroit, who who's going to be a sleeper team for me this year. Woo! And then the Bears, bringing in the ramp. Ah, uh, you 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 kind of you kind of you kind of sipping that uh, that heart. Hard knocks juice, huh? Kind of on the hard knocks <laughs> juice. Nah, <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, nah, man. Detroit's definitely going to be surprising, and honestly, and, and I'm scared to death. My Eagles playing them this uh, this coming Sunday because, I mean, one, this is the pretty much the lead they gave the Eagles the worst time to go. The Detroit Lions, week one at home, the crowd is going to be amped, especially off of hard knocks. So it's definitely going to be a, a definitely a difficult game for the Eagles to win. I think they'll win, but I think it'll be a lot closer than what people think. But no, I mean, I basically kind of have it the same way. I mean, I think the Packers will win it, followed by the Vikings. Um, Bay, uh, eh, Bears and Lions. I mean, that could that could easily be flat. But I, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll stay with Chicago at number three, and then finish up with Detroit. Detroit. Um, at the end. So, uh, with that being said, we're moving on to the NFC uh, South. That's the Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Falcons, and who else I'm missing? Saints. Yeah, yeah, the set. Uh, who do you got winning that division? Uh, the Bucks. Oh. Followed oh, by. Bucks. Yeah. You got to knock off the GOAT, too. So, the GOAT decides to retire. It's going to be in the playoffs. I agree. I totally agree with that. I mean, even though the Saints have had his number, I just, for some reason, I just can't trust any team led by Jameis Winston. Even though they have a solid defense and Michael Thompson, along with Alvin Kamara, I just can't see them when at least having enough to... Yeah, I mean, so yeah, give, give me that. I think Carolina, I think they'll be a fringe playoffs team. Yeah, I think Baker will kind of lead them to some wins, and I think Atlanta—they're just can't be there. They'll just. <laughs> right, um, yeah. So moving on, uh, moving on to your division, uh, a, a, a division of a very 
That's very intriguing uh, division for you. The NFC West, that's the Rams, the Rams 49ers, um, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Um, I already know I already, on who you think is going to win, uh, on who you think is going to win that division, but just just go and just lay it out there. Who you got winning? Well, I got my Rams on the top. You know, as always, it's going to be a struggle for us. We, we got to retool our offensive line, retool some things on offense. But I give it to us because we we we've been there and we have the coaching staff. We have some key players that we lean on heavily. Um, 49ers coming in second again. They're always tough for us to play. But the 49ers have an issue, which they they want to say it's not an issue, but they basically have the same quarterback situation. You got two quarterbacks. You have no quarterback. That's kind of how I feel. Um, can Trey Lance do it, or will Jimmy G step in midseason? You know, it's yet, yet to be seen. That defense has been leading them most of the way. So, put them in second, followed by and then the Seahawks in the end. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I have the uh, the defending Super Bowl champs uh, repeating. Um, it, it, I would say barely edging out the Niners. I say they barely edge out Frisco. Um, and of course, kind of basically the kind of the same way. I think um, San, uh, San Francisco, yeah, second uh, Arizona. I mean, I would pay Arizona in the middle of that. I mean, if they could somehow keep above water without Hopkins, I think they'll be in, in, in prime position to make a playoff run. Um, and that's also if Kyler studies. <laughs> if he studies, <laughs> I, I think they'll be okay. But um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I just don't think they can they can tread water until Hopkins comes back and then I think by the time he gets there it may be they may be in a little bit of a hole but I have Seattle kind of coming up coming up the rear and finishing fourth at that division and yeah I have the Rams uh repeated but I, de- I think it's definitely going to be difficult at this past uh this as this past uh Thursday kind of show it's definitely going to be it's, it's a it's a different animal so uh yeah. with that bit I'm sorry Actually, you know what? I actually made a mistake when I re- when I uh, wrote down my division. No, I actually have the Niners winning the division. Okay. I got the, I got the Niners. I got the Niners winning on that division. Um, Trey Lance cool that. Uh, you know what, man? In that, I think I think if it, I, they uh, going down the drain early and he's struggling, I think to take the pull Jimmy G to put in Jimmy G. Um, and of course, like with that experience. They'll pretty much just in a sense pick up where they left off because I really don't think they lost anybody in particular of, a, of uh, in particular importance. So I think yeah, San Francisco will just kind of get wild card for the division. Um, Frisco, uh, um, Cowboys, Cowboys. Okay. Wait. I'm gonna switch that cowboy to the Panthers. Ooh. Okay. So, all right. So, all right. So, uh, once again, all right. Who, all right. Who are you three again? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, I forget. It's three now. Yeah, it's three. So I'll, I'll say uh, the 49ers, the um, Panthers was my surprise entry. Okay. And the Cowboys. Okay. 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 
Um, I have uh, the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Saints. Um, yeah, making we it. All yeah. In, uh, we were all in the same division. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, who do you have uh, in the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. AFC. I have the Buffalo Bills. Okay. And, you know, I would love to see my Rams in there, you know, hometown. But if the Rams don't make it out in NFC, I believe we'll see uh, Tom Brady versus the Buffalo Bills. Okay. All right. Um, we both have the same AFC picks. Um, I think Buffalo is just too solid um, all around. I mean, man, my goodness. I mean, it, it just seems like they're they're playing at a different speed than everybody else. I mean, like I said, we, we saw that this Thursday, and I was I was uh, very impressed on the way their offense moved the ball, and as well as as well as their defense played, and especially with getting Von Miller and how he gets after the quarterback. So, no, I have Buffalo winning the AFC. Um, I have Green Bay. I have Green Bay winning the NFC. This is like the third year in a row I picked Green Bay to win the NFC. The NFC. So, I think I think with with the with the decent division that they have, I think they'll be able to kind of squeeze to to win enough games to possibly host um, the NFC title game again. I think this time A. Rod kind of gets it done. But I have Buffalo winning the Super Bowl. Um, who do you got winning? Winning the Super Bowl, I give I give it to the Bills. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, just you and myself kind of are kind of thinking like the like the general the general public thinking Buffalo will do it. Um, so speaking uh, of, they, they did their time in, in the NFL, um, NFL jail. <laughs> I think Buffalo will, will will raise a banner next year. Okay, okay, okay. And so speaking of banners being raised, your LA Rams, uh, they raised the banner this year. We're gonna have a little bit of Ram talk uh, as as you're my special guest. We're gonna speak about speak about your champ, uh, your defending Super Bowl champions. Um, what do you think the uh, the Rams? Um, biggest um, biggest hurdle is in, in the road to repeating this year? Uh, offensive line and the running game. Mm. I think it played a big part and I think everybody saw it last night. Our defense was able to play on par with that Bills offense the first half. But once that terrible offensive play continued into the second half, defense, I don't want to say that they gave up. But they they start to show fatigue or start to show you know um, poor habits because mm. you no know, the offense wasn't maintaining drives and defense constantly on the field you know that's disheartening up there give a hundred percent and then um, your offense starts to fall over so um, I believe that was a big reason why we got rid of Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. But those years when we had Derek Goff, you know, we had a, a good offensive line, and we had a, uh, a good running game. You know, one of the better running games in the league. And towards the tail end years, we had a decent running game. But the offensive line was still clicking for us. So it's definitely a big hole in our team this year. I feel like we're going to be hurting from that. And I, I see if we make any big moves this year, like normally we make a big splash signing. I think we need to somehow pull off a, a move to get an offensive line. Line. Okay. 
Okay, okay. No, um, I definitely agree. I mean, man, losing uh, Andre, um, uh, Whitworth in the middle, I mean, that's a that's a huge hole. I mean, even though he was in his 40s, I mean, he was still he was still balling. He was he was playing. Um, he, he was holding he was holding anchor at left tackle, and then on top of that, the leadership and the um, you know the inspiration he provided to the team was tremendous. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And you guys are definitely going to miss that going forward. I mean, Aaron Donald's definitely the man on that team. But honestly, I mean, I mean he he's running the defense, but I mean, you got to have that guy on offense. Um, who is it going to be? I mean, is it going to yeah, be Cooper Cup that step up? Uh, I mean, you guys got a um, free agent um, wide receiver, Allen Robinson, to come, and you guys didn't really target him that much. I mean, yeah. just the biggest thing is, like, who's going to be that that vocal leader on the offensive side? Yeah, I believe it has to be Matt Stafford. The old saying is offense sells tickets and defense wins games. But the way that offense sells those tickets is getting those big plays, putting points on the board, and then you let the defense win you the game. But um, we, we need our full complement. We were down Matt Jefferson, who yeah. was a bigger loss than I thought as far as him knowing the system and comfortability with uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, Allen Robinson is his first goal, first crack with us, so maybe he was in a pressure situation, you know? Like playing for the Lakers, you know, it's prime time. LA expects you to win. Maybe the moment was too big. But then again, we played the Buffalo Bills and they're high-rated defense, and we knew their offense was going to eventually start clicking. Our offense couldn't counteract their offense, so eventually defense, you know, gave in. Now, when we played um, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, defense served, held par, all the way up until the end. Offense couldn't put points on the board all game. And uh, defense eventually gave away one touchdown. But that was Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, one of the things that, I mean, as someone watching the game, I mean, I was – I was I was I was definitely disturbed on how, especially at the third um in the third quarter. And I saw very early that, and you kind of mentioned this earlier that the Rams had started to tire, and I saw Buffalo just starting to kind of wear down the Rams defense uh, with the running game and like with the short passing of Josh Allen. Um, it's definitely going to be something uh, for you guys. I mean, like I said, me being the defending champion is definitely one of the hardest things because now the gun is. Like everybody's gun is pointed directly at you and you're going to get their best so I mean this is going to be a definitely a character test for the Rams this season uh, I mean they still have a fair uh, I know they, they they play Atlanta next week I'm not too uh, for sure on the rest of their schedule but I mean but for the most part I mean you guys still have those array of wide receivers and weapons I mean and then on, on top of that I mean OBJ is still out there so I mean you guys got the, uh, the Falcons and uh, at Arizona, Arizona coming up in the um, San Francisco 49ers week four. Yeah, and then you guys have uh, Dallas coming to town. And then, yeah, I mean, after that, after kind of like Atlanta, I mean, yeah, you guys kind of, you guys have, uh, you guys got some hurdles, man. You guys have some hurdles coming up and it, it's not going to get easier the rest of the way. And so, I mean, yeah, this is definitely going to be, a fight for the defending champions just to make it back to the playoffs. But I mean, the NFC is wide open, and so we'll see what happens. And so, um, hey, big dog, hey, I appreciate you stopping through, man. Uh, man, dropping that football knowledge uh, on, on amongst the listeners. All right, anytime, man. I always enjoy myself on this podcast. For sure, man. Hey, hey, tell the listeners where, like, they if they want to come chat, talk football with you, man. Where can they find you? 
Uh, well, they can hit me on my social media or um, Facebook. You know, still thinking about getting my own podcast going pretty soon. But um, it's your boy D Cash. Okay. Um, Instagram. Okay. Okay. So yeah, man, hey man, hey, you you know where you know where to come in, man. If you need some podcast, so hey, you know I got you. All right, appreciate you, Kurt. All right, big dog, I'll catch you with you. All right, have a good one. All right, all right, all right. So we're back with, with my main man, uh, Monster is Danny, uh, Dangerous Danny Nash. What's up, big dog? What's good? All right, so let's jump into uh, let's jump into these uh, these division these, these predictions. So, all right, man, jump in, jump in. We're gonna start in the AFC. We're gonna start in the East. Um, the AFC, uh, the AFC East, me for the for the longest it was dominated by the Patriots. Uh, definitely some new blood is definitely kicked in with the Buffalo Bills, and now you got the Miami Dolphins coming in as as well as the Jets. Hey, how do you think the AFC East is gonna stack up? Well, the Dolphins would be the wild card in this division, but. I believe it belongs now solely to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I throw the Patriots in third place. But, um, yeah, it would surprise me if the Bills didn't make it out of the top of the division. Oh, yeah, they they will have to take a major drop or they have to be a significant injury for that to happen. I mean, um, I think the Bills are definitely the class of this division. And even... And I mean, one has to wonder. I mean, if Brady was still in this division, I mean, would we be thinking of the Bills in this in this matter in this fashion? Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the Bills should definitely win this division. Uh, fairly, I would say fairly easy. Uh, Miami should round out um, in second, followed by um, by the Jets and um, and the and well, no, I would say maybe the um, the yeah, Patriots, Patriots third place. Yeah. Yeah, the Jets will maybe fit round it out um, in last place because the Jets they still have uh, concerns at quarterback. Uh, what do you man, man? What are your thoughts about? Uh, you think uh, Belichick may be on the hot seat this year? Um, I don't think a coach of Belichick's um, you know stature will ever really be on the hot seat. Now, if you want to say is it time for him to hang it up? Ooh, um, I wouldn't even say that because he's still one of the great minds. He's always been known as a defensive-minded coach. So, yeah, that Patriot defense, I don't really think has fallen off. No. And they still make moves like what they feel is best for the team. You know how they don't really pay players. They let J.C. Right. Jackson walk. Right. And he was he had the, the most interceptions within the last two, three years. Right. And they really feel like they cultivated that. So, they feel yeah. like they could do it again. Um, now, if that defense starts to lack off, then we can have that conversation again. But um, I think the Patriots are who they are. They, they're the Patriots. They just oh, waiting yeah. on that quarterback to take them to the next level, and maybe it's Mac Jones. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, def- definitely a lot of um, a lot of pressure is going to be on Mac Jones in Foxborough this year. I mean, I mean. They've seen what, what Brady did in Tampa, and honestly, I, and I think Belichick. I think he's holding on to try to get one to get one more Super Bowl, so he can he can match that. He can match with Brady and say, "Hey, I got one without him." So what's up? I think I that think would that, be big too. I think that's almost bigger with the way that Tom Brady got it. He went to a well-established team. Now, if Belichick was able to pull in another one without Brady. I think that'll actually be bigger. 
Oh yeah, I, I think I think that that that, that would be in, in in my mind be a far uh, foregone conclusion that he's the greatest coach of all time. I mean, I already think he is because just the fact that the fact that he's he's a dog he's a doggone genius, and the fact that his his adjustments that he makes during games are so spot on, and he's very good at not just changing from quarter uh, half to half or quarter to quarter. No, he changes from like series. On what he's going to do, and the the fact that he can kind of diversify his uh his rotations on the D line. I mean, they can play a four three or three four, however. And I just I just think that is masterful when you can when you can when you're good enough to make changes on the fly just at the drop of a dime. I mean, the man is always thinking he's always thinking situational football. So I mean, I don't think it's I don't think he'll be on the hot seat this year. However, I think the longer he goes without playoff success i mean he did take him to the playoffs a year ago which yeah. honestly i think that was that was definitely a testament to his greatness as a head coach and that should definitely not be overlooked but i think the longer that he goes and if brady gets one more gets another super bowl and then ultimately hangs it up i mean think about it, i mean that's two up on on belichick so yeah i mean i don't know yeah i think the whispers will get louder but I mean, overall, I mean, yeah, I don't think he'll be on the hot seat. Uh, moving on to the AFC North, um, that is uh, the division that houses the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cincinnati Bengals, um, the Baltimore Ravens, and, and the Cleveland Browns. Um, I actually have Bengals pulling this division out. Uh, how, what, how do you think? How do you think that's going to look? Well, I'm not really rooting for no team over there, but if I had to be honest. I would like to see the Pittsburgh Steelers surprise yeah. and take this lead. I see the Bengals having so good of a year last year that they may be on too high of a horse. Yeah. They tried to revamp their line. I hope they don't go out there thinking they're just going to walk out of that division because that's always been a tough division. Definitely. So, Lamar Jackson coming back, he's, that's going to make some changes. They they always beat each other up, especially in them cold winter months. So Oh, Definitely. They're going to have to win that division, and they're not going to get a free pass playing against the Ravens this time. No, not at all. I mean, especially now, I mean, I definitely expect the Ravens to be a lot healthier uh, this season instead of uh, last year. The Steelers, of course, they got two gloves, uh, Kenny Pickett, um, yeah, waiting in the wing. Right, right, right. And honestly, I think, I think he's going to be a stud. And, I mean, they have uh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky starting, starting out, so we'll see how long that takes. And of course, I mean, we talked about the Browns earlier with uh, the Deshaun Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson fiasco. Um, but yeah, man, I got, I believe, I believe Cincinnati will win this division. Um, I just think the combination of Burrow to Jamar Chase, I mean, barring injury, should definitely set the Bengals up to win that division once again. And I mean, of course, I mean, yeah, they definitely revamped that offensive line. And I said that after uh, Joe Burrow came back from that ACL, I said, man, the Bengals do not protect uh, him. Um, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. I mean, lucky, lucky enough, they were able to make it to the Super Bowl, and we kind of saw how Aaron Donald wrecked that, wrecked that defensive, uh, that offensive line. Yeah, they made some, they made some changes on that O line, but as far as ASC North goes, they are famous for having tough defenses. And every defense in that division is, I would love, they're Pro Bowl caliber defenses. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so. And so, and so, and so, you say you have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning that division? Oh, I was. It wouldn't surprise me, but I guess I'd have to give the edge to the Bengals. Okay, I throw the uh, Steelers and the uh, Ravens 
kind of they are tied at second because I really, really don't know how this is going to map out. That Ravens passing game scares me. But seeing that uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have a true quarterback established, right? I got to put Cincinnati and the Ravens on the top of that division. Okay. All right. So moving on. With that being said, we're going to move on to, down to the uh, AFC South. We uh, That is the Indianapolis Colts, the, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans, who last year had the number one spot in the AFC and fell to the eventual AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. How do you think this division will play out this year? Uh, I'm bringing Indy to the top of this division. Okay. Um, I think uh, Matt Ryan will play just the way they need him to play to succeed because they're already good on defense. Speaking about good defenses, I, I believe they have a great defense and they added Stephon Gilmore. Right. Um, Carson Wentz couldn't get it done for him. They just needed him to manage the game. I, th- I think Matt Ryan would be great at that. The Titans will be next. They offensive change. They've lost a quality wideout to the Eagles. So it's going to be a little bumpy for them. You ask me, but I still put them in second place in that division just based off who's in it. And then I'd probably have to put, I want to put the Jaguars in third, but really don't know. I guess I'll, I'll just get the Jaguars third place and put Houston on the bottom of that. Okay. I mean, and basically, I mean, my, our minds is kind of running the same way. I mean, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning that division. I think Matt Ryan definitely brings some stability to that offense. And even though, hey, Carson's my guy, Carson is my guy. I, I, I do not take well to any Carson went slander because if it wasn't for him, my squad wouldn't have a chip. But I will say, I mean, he definitely did fumble the bag at the end of the year last season. And they had a, a, a good look at the playoffs. And they lost uh, those two last games of the season, one to Arizona on Christmas night, and I believe the, I think, wait a minute, I think it was, I, I think it was the Raiders. They lost, the, they lost to the Raiders. They lost to the Cardinals on Christmas, and then they lost at Jacksonville on the on the last game of the regular season. So I think, I mean, yeah, you add Matt Ryan, who's a proven uh, a proven leader, uh, someone who has taken a team to the Super Bowl, has won an MVP. You match that with a Jonathan Taylor. Um, a Michael, a Mike Pittman, and that solid defense and a quality offensive line. I mean, I definitely agree. I think the Colts are the class of that division. They should win it, and I believe, man, they definitely will have. They, especially how imbalanced that division is, I think they'll have a great, great shot at going deep into the playoffs. Definitely. How do, you, how do you see that division? The NFC West now. This is the new, I guess they want to call this the new class of the NFL, the NFC West. They made the most changes, brought in the most superstars, and they were fairly good last year as a as a division, uh, minus the, uh, the Broncos last year who finished at the bottom. But I guess uh, out of respect until they fall off completely, I think we got to put the Chiefs at the number one. And then the Chargers, Raiders, the Broncos. All right, everybody, everybody, want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the 310 Podcast season premiere. 
want to shout out to also my boy D Money for dropping by and dropping that knowledge. So, hey, if you want to hit up the show, hit me up at the310podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up with those stars. Uh, the five star, uh, five, uh, five stars are, hey, it would be nice. But, you know, hey, give me what, uh, what we deserve. And, hey, if you got any questions, hey, get at me. Hit me up at the310podcast at gmail.com. I'm your boy Kmart. I'll catch up with you later. Peace.